First Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 4. We will take our conversation from there. So this is what the Bible says. It says, Paul says, I thank God, my God, always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. That in everything you are enriched by him. That in everything you are enriched by him. In all utterance and in all knowledge. It says, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. So that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's do verse 6 again. It says, even as the testimony of Christ Jesus was confirmed in you. Praise the Lord. So the Bible is saying, Paul says to the Corinthian church that the testimony of Jesus Christ is confirmed in you. Hallelujah. You know, what is the testimony of Christ? concerning you what is that which was confirmed in you by jesus christ when i read that scripture i cannot separate it from the idea of a witness when the bible says that jesus christ the testimony of christ was confirmed in us one by who by jesus christ praise the lord you cannot talk of testimony and separate the same idea from a witness because one that carries a testimony is a witness of the things they have seen or have heard. Praise the Lord. So as we travel through the scripture, I would like you to understand that this testimony of Jesus Christ given toward you, Christ bears witness of that testimony. He is the one that carries that testimony toward you. In the book of Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5, the Bible says, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth and to him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Bible says he is the faithful witness. The Bible calls him, he is faithful in testifying that which concerns your life. Praise the Lord. Do you understand me? He is faithful concerning the testimony he has about your life. There is no shadow of doubt and turning in him. He does not go back to his words concerning your life. If he has said that you will prosper, if that is the testimony he bears concerning your life, if he says you are kings and priests in this earth, that cannot change. He is faithful to that end. Praise the Lord. He does not withdraw it because you acted weird. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It doesn't change because you don't know how to pray much. Hallelujah. His testimony concerning your life is absolute. It doesn't change. So the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the faithful witness. As sharing in the first time, I said, when you have that understanding, there's no negative report that can shake you off your feet. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter how much bad news they give you about your children. You know the things he has spoken pertaining their lives. He says they shall be for signs and wonders. He says their peace shall be many. That is his testimony concerning your offspring. Your kid can become so funny and be hooked on something drug. But there is a testimony from Jesus concerning your offspring. He says that they shall be for signs and wonders. And the Bible says he maintains your Lord. That which concerns you, he knows how to keep it. There is a hedge around it. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Revelation 1, verse 1. It testifies to us. It says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Okay? Now, Jesus, who is a witness, he received this testimony concerning you from God. That's why he came. He came so that he can seal that testimony once and forever. Hallelujah. While he was on the cross and they were, pah, he was sealing. Pah, health sealed. Do you understand? Things were being sealed for you. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you have a witness, then you need a judge that should pass the verdict. All right? So you are in court and you are standing before a judge and then they have witnesses against you or for you, whichever way. And they have testimony concerning different things about your life. And now the judge, the lawyers can correct me, many times is separated from the one that is accused. All right? He listens as one that does not know. Because then he is collecting evidence, provable evidence, to pass a judgment. Praise the Lord. And then after he has received the information and everything wrong or good concerning that matter or that man in that matter. And then he says, and therefore you are hereby. I've never been in court, but I'm assuming that's what they say. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the beautiful thing, I realize one thing. The things of the spirit are crazy. The laws of the spirit are so indifferent many times. They don't confound with the testimony of flesh and blood. In the economy of heaven, the judge is for you. The witness is for you. So, the judge gives the testimony to the witness. And he says, concerning James, I accept nothing less but to understand that he is perfect. That is the testimony of the judge. That means without understanding, there is no power, there is no man, there is no greater one on earth that can stand against you. Because... The only judge, listen, let me tell you something. John, I think in the letters of John, where he says, herein is a love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Let me tell you why. Do you know why you have boldness in the day of judgment? Because as he is, so are you. That means he has made you one with him and God cannot judge himself. That means when God looks at you with his eyes, he sees his very own perfection. He doesn't know how to see wickedness in you. He doesn't know how to see weakness in you. Do you understand me? Because the Bible says, all gifts from God, they are what? It says they are perfect. Praise the Lord. Every good gift and every perfect gift from above comes down from the Father of lights. Because you are from above. You are perfect. 
because you're born of God, you are perfect. So when God looks at you, there's nothing in you that is indifferent. That is his testimony concerning your life. Praise the Lord. So the world will call you names. Because the eyes of God are different. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. His eyes are different. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So his testimony concerning your life. The testimony of Jesus concerning your life is of good things only. Because the Bible says that the expected end that he has to give you. He says the thoughts that he has, the thoughts that he thinks toward you are thoughts of peace. Now that word peace, shalom, shalom, means everything held together, nothing broken. That means everything is testimony concerning your life. Everything about you is perfect. Praise the Lord. I know you can wake up and look at yourself. You don't like your nose. He says you are fearfully, wonderfully made. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus. You look at yourself and you judge yourself because of any kind of weakness. But he says you are my man. You are the best I ever had. Praise the Lord. He says you are the best I ever had. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So his testimony concerning you is perfect. When you understand that, there is no news. You say, Isha, let me tell you something. Me, that thing established my heart. I don't know how to compete. Competition, you see, the reason why men compete, the Bible says, men that compete with themselves are fools. All right? For we dare not make ourselves of the, num of of the number or compare ourselves with some that command and command themselves. But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. This settles, you see, you know, you don't have strife when you see another man prosper and increase and multiply. No, your heart is settled in his testimony concerning your life. You know it is but for a moment. The Bible says when the clouds are full, they do what? Your clouds are just getting full, brother. Praise God. When they get full, rain just has to come. Praise the Lord. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians where we are. Kindly give me the message version there. Let's read the message. Verse 5. It says, there's no end to what has happened in you. It's beyond speech, beyond knowledge. Verse 6. The evidence of Christ, the testimony of Christ, has been clearly verified in your lives. The Bible says that testimony has been clearly. Everyone can read it. It's so absurd that sometimes yourself can't. But every time men see you, they see that this man is blessed of God. Like the Bible says in the book of Acts, that when they saw the disciples of the Christ, the Bible says that these men could tell that these guys, they have something about them that is of the testimony of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, God cannot bless a man and it is hidden. It's impossible. Haven't you read in the scripture that he has said that you are like a city set on top of a hill? When he says that you are a written epistle, no, none dread. But oh, I love the amplified version. He says, you yourselves are our letter of recommendation, our credentials written in our hearts. 
to be known, perceived, recognized, and read by everybody. Message there. He says, you yourselves are all our endorsement. Then he says, your lies are a letter that anyone, anyone can read. That means, if men want to understand how prosperity looks, they look at you. If they want to understand what divine health means, they just look at you. You are the letter. God broadcasts you. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. You are God's letter. God just writes prosperity in form of a man and says, read that guy. Increase. Do you know what Fanero is? Fanero is a letter to the world. That's why you see, listen, that's why you see, interesting, that's why you see, many ministries, they now want to do like Fanero. They want to preach like Fanero. Do you understand me? Because we are later. We are a model. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are later. We are later. You're in your office, you're talking about, you know, those, you are, you are, when they're talking about, you know, everything that a man should be telling just you are the letter. They don't need to tell them, so you have to come early. Uh -uh, they tell you, look at him, like Paul said, follow me as I follow. He's a letter. It says, be you followers of me even as I follow Christ. You become a pattern for men. Because you were a letter, praise the Lord. They read you. Let me tell you, when you're a letter, that means God gives you a grace to be a progenitor, to begin things. You understand me? You become the first to do. You become the first to break the record. You become the first to break the record in your house, in your clan. You become the first to break the record. Because what God is trying to do, is trying to create a pattern, is trying to show men, this is how they do it. The testimony of Christ, which was confirmed in you. Praise the Lord. It says the evidence of Christ has been clearly verified in your lives. Verse 7. It says just think. You don't need a thing. You've got it all. Praise the Lord. When Jesus looks at you, he says, let me tell you, a Christian man is not one who is trying to get, trying to become, trying to be. That is non-Christianity, at least not according to the one that we know. The true definition of Christianity is a man made complete, perfected, one that is, one that has. Praise the Lord. So you need to learn how to live your life as a Christian from the end to the beginning of things. Hallelujah. You see, can I tell you something? Did you notice that when we were in the lockdown, and after the first lockdown, they allowed churches to have 200 members, all right? And everyone ran and had services. <laughs> the man who is from the end of things said, wait, we are not opening yet. We shall do live stream. Era, I knew the day Apostle Christ said, Let us begin service. I knew Corona, Corona is not coming back. I knew no more lockdown because from the end of things. So, the future is not a mystery. 
man has walked the path. He has seen. Praise the Lord. He has seen our growth. He has seen our increase. He has seen our multiplication. He has seen the lame men walking. He has seen the blind eyes opening. He has seen all of you with all your Mercedes Benzes, your my cars, your my aeroplanes, your my jets, my what, my everything. So when he's planning, he says, you know what? I think we need a bigger space. We need to begin having thoughts of a and mama, mama. Because he's from the end of things. Are you understanding me? He is not trying. You see, we are not trying to do ministry. <laughs> we are not testing the waters. Ah, 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 ah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The interesting thing about when they're scripting a movie, one of the things that they consider to do first, right, is the end of the movie. So you are seated watching a beautiful, beautiful movie, right? I don't know what a beautiful movie is to you. I have my definition of a beautiful one. Praise the Lord. So there has to be a superstar. You understand? Ta-ta. Praise the Lord. So the superstar, you like him. And then there's this villain. Against, you know, all these guys, you know, it's, sometimes I love the possibility in movies. You understand? They give you, I know some people say you are lying, but listen, <laughs> these guys, they show you a world of possibilities. How can one man? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You need to watch with a spiritual mind. Don't be so carnal. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm, that's possible. Praise the Lord. And so you see your guy, yeah? He's shooting guys and he kills some and then they throw a huge bomb in the building where he is and the whole thing was, oh, you know, fire is orange, right? Poof, fire and some black smoke coming up. And then you're like, ah, these guys also, how can a movie star die? And then when you're still there, even the music changes a little bit. Eh? Dun, 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 dun. Then the guy just comes up. And you know you're watching with persons like, ah, these guys are also liars. How possible is it? How can a man die in fire? No, no, listen. Ask Message Cedric and Abednego. They'll tell you that a man can come out of fire with no smell of smoke. Praise God. Every shop was closed. Every business was closed because of Corona. And like, it's as if you were in a different world. Huh? Praise the Lord. That testimony. He preserves you. Do you understand? He preserves you. He preserves you. He preserves you. I'll tell you something. Me and my wife, my household, we saw the greatest increase in our life during Corona. All I needed to do was always to tune in and hear that good word and say, Papa, I'm applying that. Hallelujah. And you put it in there. And then it has a ministry toward you. The Bible says, you see, when you put that, Paul says, I commend you to the word of God, which is able, the word has the ability to build a man. You just give yourself to it. Hallelujah. So your movie star comes up and he does a crazy move and then the movie ends and he's the bad guy, the good guy. Now, let me tell you, I remember someone that Apostle Grace taught, where he taught, I think it's um, Colossians 3, 
Why he says, if you are serious about this Christian life, act it. He says, if you are serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Acting is not for people who are not serious. You have to be serious. You have to act it. Praise the Lord. You understand me? So, what God does with your life, all right, is that he creates and plans your end. Hallelujah. And then, he has you to walk toward the end that has been perfected. That is why he says in Hebrews, Lo, it is written of me. Jesus Christ is speaking. He says, Lo, it is written of me. In the volume of the book, the Amplified Version says, Then I say, Behold, here I am, coming to do your will. Oh God, to fulfill what is written of me in the volume of your book. He says, I come to fulfill what is written of me. The things that are written concerning your life. So what you're doing here on earth, you are just walking the path of fulfillment. It is not a debatable fact that the moment you enter that company, you must excel and be the head and on the tail. It is not. Praise the Lord. Do you understand me? That was something that was ordained. We are not in conversations of how to make you better. And if you're here and you've ever had a PIP report at work, please, today, say bye-bye. Because that's not yours. There is grace to preserve you and to make you the best. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You understand me? So God has perfected your end. It doesn't matter what happens here. You understand me? It doesn't matter what happens around this place. One thing you should be sure about is that your end is of the Lord. Your end is perfected. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, sometimes something can happen to you and it beats your mind, but there is a confidence in you that it shall not end. No, it shall end well. Praise the Lord. You will come out better. No smoke. You know the people who uh, you see, you can see they are blessed, but <laughs> you're like, man, this man is blessed, but he worked. <laughs> he labored hard. Praise the Lord. In this ministry, we believe so much. And you've heard Apostle Grace say it a couple of times, over and over again. He commends hard work. All right? He commends hard work. You must work. It's a virtue. It's a noble thing. You must. Hallelujah. But something happens to Esau and Jacob. There's a man of the field who is a hard worker. There's a guy who's a tent dweller. The blessing of God pursues a kagai. Now, let me tell you something. Please take note that when these guys are inside, the end is determined. That's what I'm talking about. Their end was determined. He said, for Isaac I have loved and Jacob have what? I've hated. Their end was determined. Jacob had to be the man. You understand me? It didn't matter how hard. That's why I know when the Bible says the race is known to the swift. Neither battle to men of strength, but time and chance happens to them all. I understand. I understand. Let me tell you, one day, I went for an interview. You know, those things where you see a job advertised and 
you just read very fast. I can do this thing. So I push in my application. Something interesting happens. I go back later and I read some of the qualifications they wanted. I didn't have. I said, ah. Praise the Lord. I said, okay. Anyway, I put it. Then they call me. <laughs> so I remember that day like it was yesterday. So I went to this place and there were these guys, you know, now they wanted guys who were really, you know, well studied. Yeah, yeah. My books were there trying, you know. You know, you know those books would be like, ah, yeah. So <laughs> I got to this place and I meet these guys, you know, I was not even putting on a jacket. These guys were putting on like really smart, nice cars, like everything about them could testify success. I have a job. You have failed. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I went up. By the way, let me tell you, when I was in that interview, I just had a funeral book on my table. And the lady looked and said, you pray for funeral? I said, yeah. Interesting, she was not coming to this ministry. I did my interview and I went out. So when I was going out, I just reached the gate. Something told me, go back and tell the lady at the reception that I'm coming back. I when I told her, I am coming. She said, how did you? And I said, I'm coming. Listen, so they call me and they say, you know, those things they tell you you've gotten a job, da 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 da, those things like, so at first I'm like, but eh, with the guys who are there, then I say, ah, 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 I don't confer with flesh and blood. I said, I'm coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he, that which is born from above, that which is born from above, that which is from above, he says he is above. Oh, I love what the message version says. He says the one who comes from above is head and shoulders over other messengers from God. Then he says the earth bone is earth bound and speaks earth language. Then he says the heaven born. He says he is in a league of his own. Now let me tell you, in a league of his own means, you know, I don't watch football much, but I know a little, all right? Is it champion league? There are teams against each other because they are in that league. Now, when you're in a league of your own, that means you have no competition. The net is wide. So they give you the ball. You are at will to score anytime. Praise God, because there is no competition. The Bible says the one which is from above is above all. That is his testimony concerning you. That is the testimony of Christ concerning your life. You don't look at yourself and say, God, just food for today. Ah, 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 ah. That is not how we have so learned Christ. You understand me? Hallelujah. Praise God. That's not how we have learned Christ. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians. It says there is no end to what has happened in you. He says there's no end. It's beyond speech, beyond knowledge. He says what God has done in your life, your family, there's no language in your home. There's no language on this earth that can articulate. Now, you see, there are results that you can trace to a man's hard work. All right? He said, man, he used to fast a lot. He went to the mountain and prayed. And he was even, you know, skinny. And then God, at that moment, God, God, God came out for him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He used to work so hard. Wake up early in the morning. 5 a.m. man. He used to leave his children sleeping. 
early in the morning, if she's a very hard worker, goes to work, labor, comes back and see what God has done. And then there's a testimony that says, I have sent you to reap where you did not sow. That means I have sent you to enter into labors of certain men. Just think of it. You know, how much time would it take you to live the life that God ordained you to live if you were to produce food by your own strength and your own paycheck? The Bible says that the Spirit of God quickens. That is the testimony. That there is something that can mantle a man and it gives him grace to You are in the same fellowship, praying together, you're fasting together, but something separates you. And they say, but we used to know him. Everything about your life can't even testify that you knew them. Because there is clear distinction that this man has a testimony of God concerning his life. Let me tell you, Christianity is the most beautiful thing ever to happen to humanity. Because this is... The redemption of men. Do you know how men struggle in the world? Praise God. Do you know how painful it is for a man's hope to be on drugs? When the doctor tells the man and says, you know, except you take these drugs all your life. If you leave these drugs, in six months you are gone. Listen, the disease doesn't need to make you small. That kind of report, it's own. It sucks life out of you. It's too bad. But when you get in the gospel, his testimony concerning you, he says, wait, this guy was beaten. He was bruised. And because of his chastisement, that was his, and because of his chastisement, you were healed. You don't need to depend on the track. Praise God. You can plug into that thing and pa. <laughs> And your life just takes a different swift. That's why the Bible says that Christ is our hope of glory. He is our hope of glory. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our hope of glory. We hope in him. It's a blessing that we have him. Praise Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's go back to Corinthians. It says, there's no end to what has happened in you. It's beyond speech and beyond knowledge that God can bless you. And let me tell you, it's very possible. I think it is in Psalms where the children of Israel, where they say, when the Lord turned our captivity, he says, we were like they in that dream. That means God can bless you and you're like, wait, mm -mm. is this a dream or it is reality? Do you understand me? He says, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like they in that dream. That God can bless you and God can change your life. His increase can mantle you. <laughs> And it is not relatable to your local name. He said, mm -mm, Senyondo. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, because the results he has are different. Mm -mm. No, no, no. This guy. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. He says, okay, let's go back. There is no end to what has happened in you. It's beyond speech. Now give me the amplified version of that. He says, so that in him, in every respect, you are enriched. He says, you are enriched, you are liberally supplied for in every respect. That means you lack nothing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You live a life of ever increase, ever. You are overflowing. Your cup runs over all the time. He says, in full power and readiness of speech. I love this. He says, to speak 
of your faith and complete knowledge. Now, let me tell you, this is why we have boldness to talk of the things that God has done in us. You understand me? He says, so that in every respect, you were enriched in full power and readiness of to speak of your faith. You are not afraid to talk of the things that God has done. Why? Because you know first his testimony concerning your life and you know that God has richly supplied for everything you can ever need in life. Listen, this word is true. This word is true. Hallelujah. Praise God. It gives you the boldness to talk. Like the Bible says, with plainness of speech. It says we are ready with plainness of speech to say what God has done. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech because we know what God has done in us. When the man says, we are going far, we are increasing, Fanero is multiplying, we are taking over. And he knows there's a testimony pertaining Christ. Hallelujah, praise God. Amen. Let's go back to First Corinthians where we're. Yeah, so it says, so that in him, in every respect, you are enriched in full power and readiness of speech to speak of your faith and complete knowledge and illumination to give you full insight into its meaning. Now, verse 7, message version. Just think, it says, you don't need a thing. Praise the Lord. It says, you don't need a thing. Just think about it, you don't need a thing. It says, you've got it all. The grace to grow, you've got it all, he says. Praise the Lord. The power to multiply. He says, you've got it all. Didn't he say that he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places? Praise the Lord. In Christ Jesus. Everything you need to live this life, he says, you have got it all. That's why you need to live life from that plane. That's why you don't come to God and beg. Are you thanksgiving? Father, I thank you. I thank you. You have supplied. You know, the problem is that even in our speech, we have learned how to create need. Why would someone say, eh, we need food in this house? Why? You need food? That means you don't have. I need a car to move there. Praise the Lord. There's a corruption in speech. We need to change a little bit. Hallelujah. What about you say, we are going to buy the food. You're communicating the same thing. Do you understand me? Because it's important. This kingdom has a language. That's why you need to understand by the way that every kingdom has a language. The Baganda have a language. The Batoro have a language. There's a language that defines our communication, that defines our understanding, that defines the things we believe. And that's why the Bible says, let not the inhabitants of that land, speaking of Zion, says, let them not say, there are certain things in this kingdom you are not permitted to say, because we don't talk like that. Says you cannot say you're sick. Uh -uh, that's not the testimony. You cannot say you are in one. That's not the testimony. Praise God. The testimony, you have to be in consonance with the language. You have to be aligned with the language of the spirit. And let me tell you, that as simple as it may sound, it could be the reason why some people are still abased. 
Praise the Lord. Because what men don't understand is that the power of life and death is in this thing. And every word a man speaks, let me tell you what words can do. When a man speaks words, words have the ability, because they are spirit, they have the ability to move ahead of you. That's why Jesus sent a word when the centurion came to him. Jesus sent a word. The word went ahead of him and made the man whole. He said the word. That means when you are careless with your words, you are planting seeds into the future. So when you get there, the thing is waiting for you. He said, you're broke. We are here. We are. So you have to learn how to align your speech to the testimony of Christ. You understand me? You speak all the things that pertain to the glory of God. You say, I am blessed. I'm anointed. I'm full of glory. I am overflowing. I am blessed in Jesus' name. I am an ass and hope to nations. My God, I increase in every side. I multiply in every way. In Jesus' mighty name. Wherever I go, I occupy. I am full of grace and mercy. I cannot fail. I'm a child of God. I'm a king. I'm born from above. I'm anointed. Oh, glory to God. I'm looking good. I'm full of grace. I'm the most anointed, most favored, most gracious. Even if you don't look the part, these things will wait for you in the future. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They will wait for you. They say, yeah, yeah. we are waiting. Because the spirit. Hallelujah. This thing is beautiful. Beautiful. You know, let me tell you. I understood one thing that God packaged the very important things of the Christian life in things that seem so simple that you can easily miss them. Easily miss them. Easily miss them. Because that's why, up to now, I believe the Jews still maybe, they, some of them do not believe that the Messiah came because they didn't expect him to come that way. Uh, maybe the heaven had to shake a little bit. You understand me? And the voice from heaven had to speak with an echo. And then they say that, <laughs> I believe the pastors have seen that with people who come to you and they say, Mama, Papa, pray for me. And you say, it is well. Only that. Because they don't believe that it can be that simple. Because men don't believe that God has put this thing in your mouth. That you can control your future with your tongue. That you can create destinies with your tongue. That's why the Bible says, and God said, let there be. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's go back to the testimony of Jesus Christ. This is... All good gifts are right in front of you as you wait expectantly for our master Jesus to arrive on the scene. Hallelujah. He says, and not only that, but God himself is right alongside you. That means you won't walk this journey alone. He says, he's there. He says, to keep you steady and on track. <laughs> Glory to God. He says, he's there to keep you steady and on track. I say, you have to be careful, you know. Uh, you can backslide. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. To keep me steady and on track. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the way, 
the truth and the life. The interesting bit is that he is the way in which we walk. And you cannot stumble in that way. Because he has a mandate to keep you on track. Hallelujah. He walks you up and says, mm, wake up and pray. When he feels, mm, mm. you see, some of you feel that, but you don't know. That's why some of you feel that thing, but then you don't give yourself to it. You know, that thing that tells you these days you're not praying like you're supposed to pray. It is him putting you on track. Praise the Lord. He's putting you on track. Hallelujah. Because his testimony concerning you is that he has to preserve you. He has to watch over you. That's why you can't worry. Praise the Lord. You can't. You can't. You know, um, sometime back, I have a son by the grace of God. So he was acting funny. And then they took him to hospital. Praise the Lord. And you know, you know, doctors, God has given them a grace of, they are like, forgive me, amplified version. You know? <laughs> Praise the Lord. They will tell you and you feel the weight of the, and there's what they call them. You know, all diseases, they have like the same ending. Siosis. 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 Something siosis. So my wife wanted me to know. She said, me no. You need to know what the doctor said because I said, he would rather have me know that which is God. One thing I was sure, the testimony of Christ concerning my offspring. The cowboy became fun. Da, 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 da. The doctor said, you know, when I get to have you here for three days, I said, mm -mm. I told my wife, you have to get yourself ready. You're going to work the following day. And the cowboy became normal. That very day he was in the hospital running. Because the testimony. Now, let me tell you, if you don't know this concerning your life, the moment they tell you, something will happen to you. Fear. You understand? And what many people do not understand that fear is a spirit. And men are tormented when the spirit enters. It says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Praise the Lord. So this thing comes, it leads you astray in your faith concerning God. And affliction enters. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. But when you know his testimony concerning your life, when you know of the things he has said concerning you, do you know when you read Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1, it gives the picture where God knew exactly what you are going to be. That's why he sent Jesus Christ to come and fulfill that. He gave him the revelation of what the church should be. He knew exactly how raw he should be. And he knew that Roy has to be a male. Because the mandate that Roy has to finish has to be in a male body. Praise God. So it's not a mistake. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not a mistake. Do you understand me? He knew it. He knew that you had to be successful. I learned one thing by the Spirit of God. That God will never ask a man to do something. He has not supplied the grace in the man to do. Never. If he has told a man to give, it is because he has said he gives both bread to the eater and seed to the sower. Before Abraham ever gave to Melchizedek, who had given him first? God. So God will never ask a man to give what he has not, or to do what he has not put the ability in him to do. When he says arise and shine, he knows that ability to shine is in you. Hallelujah. Pray. When he says you are a king, he knows the power to king is in you. When he says you are a priest, he knows the grace to be a priest is inside. 
That is his testimony concerning your life. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Speak in tongues like a man that believes these words to be true. Lento you are enriched in all utterance. You are enriched in all wisdom. You're enriched in all knowledge. Ranto se prekete ke ligi basubra dagata Rato shakata kapakala basuta Oh rakata kala basata kapababababaya Lipakara basunta kalega basata kapababababaya lebuza Shata kabala dagasuta kabaya We thank you for the testimony of Christ which was confirmed in us Hey! 
Hallelujah, praise God. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. Thank Him. Just imagine all of God loving you with everything. What kind of love? Praise God. Amen. I would like to give a wonderful opportunity to a man and a woman in this place that you have come here and have not received Jesus yet as your personal, personal, personal Lord and Savior. I'd like to invite you in Jesus' name. Can you repeat these words after me? The Bible says, with your heart you believe and you, with your mouth confession is made unto righteousness. So I know you have believed in your heart. I'd like you to confess the same. All right, say, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for today. It was made for me. And this day, I receive you as my personal Lord and the Savior of my life. Say, I am born again. I'm a child of God, filled with his life. Say, the devil has nothing in me. In Jesus' mighty name, I am born again.